How can we engage the culture, especially in books, music, and movies, with charitable and critical discussion through a lens of faith and as a means of drawing ourselves and others closer to Jesus? I'm Ali LaVille. And I'm Andy Norton. This is Though They Die, talking about the things of this world through the lens of eternity. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, I tried to. I tried to. I wanted to jump in there and then sing with the song. With I just couldn't do it. I couldn't quite. Well, do it was. It. I mean, it fit. It just the problem was that there's very clearly two different audio sources. It is. It is. So I know, it was destined to fail before destined it could even be born. Someday it will work. Someday I'll someday just jump in. He's gonna sneak it in, and and I won't even notice, and then there won't be this reaction. And you're just gonna be like, maybe even now you're sitting, standing wherever you are, and you're like, oh, wait, what happened? What did they? Happen? Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, this is this is good. Um I love that intro. I think it, it's, it's a great it's, intro. I'm so, it's very it took us a long time to get that intro. It did we we hunted for that sucker. Yeah, we were I mean, to be fair though, that's it's kind of good, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of happy it didn't just you know, oh, proverbially fall in our laps or yeah. something, you know. No, I don't it took even it took proverbially it. means. <laughs> it took some words. serious work, but I think it does a good job of communicating like who we are. Yeah, you know, our vibe. A vibe. A vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. vibe check, exactly. bro. Vibe check. Total vibe. Oh man. Well, welcome back to the podcast everybody we're really excited to talk today uh, mm-hmm. about the movie another movie here we're back to movies boom hunt yeah. for the wilder people i think what's up. i love this movie i was introduced me to too. it last year it's a, an all-time favorite now since it's been introduced to me yeah and that's i mean we're both very passionate about this movie it's a big reason we're talking about yes, it but yes. also it's a pretty i think as far as movies go i think it's just also an easier one to draw more profound meaning from because mm. it just it's very real story and it's it's a life story, but also it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So that I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts on yeah. Why, like we why we're it. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hunt for the Wilder People is just it does a great job of both being like extremely real yeah. and like uh, realistic and gritty, while at the same time also having like a fantastical edge to yeah. it, and like uh, and not being too afraid to have like thing uh, themes and ideas, sort of like. Um, come back around like mm-hmm. and, and like uh, yeah it, it's, it's great it's, it's both very gritty and down to earth as well as there's some definite themes it's trying to, to get at and some mm-hmm. ideas so yeah we, we we both love this movie I didn't show this movie to, to you right you had seen it before I'd seen it before okay yep, perfect because perfect. Yeah. I have shown this movie to many people <laughs> many for <humans>. sure <laughs> yes and in fact somebody showed it to to me because they said that they uh, they knew that I liked Wes Anderson films and so then they were like you would like Therefore, this. Taika Waititi? Well, yes. Yeah. No, I think so. Because it was... They're both artsy. They're both artsy. They're yeah. both kind of... They were indie at that time, at mm, least. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they... Why did they connect the two? I mean, they both do tell stories that are pretty gritty, but very funny. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Um, very offbeat. Familial. In a lot of ways. Wouldn't you say offbeat humor in some ways? Yes. Yes, I would. I think Taika's is probably closer to like conversational humor we encounter yes. on a daily basis. Yeah. But it, it still has a stylized element to it, but I don't think nearly to the grade of like a Wes Anderson film. You're you're correct. Yes. Not in the same way. You know what? You, you just, uh, you said the word familial though. I think you're right too. Like the, the themes of family and yeah. such. They, they so both big. hit on 
you know, the relationship with the father mm-hmm. and like those sorts of things are very common. So I guess why someone suggested it to me, but mm. it's definitely one of my top movies. Oh, I, yeah. I love this movie. So, movie. Well, could I give a little synopsis of it so that our <gasps> listeners who don't know the movie Do it. could become familiar with it? Perfect. Okay, so um, this is Hunt for the Wilder People. The synopsis for this is that Hunt for the Wilder People tells the story of misfit kid Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. When Ricky's foster aunt suddenly passes away, he's left alone with his grumpy uncle, Heck. The unlikely duo find themselves on the run in the vast New Zealand bush, evading child services and the law. My favorite part about that is still that child services <laughs> is separate from the law. Yes, in that yes, like, yeah, it's absolutely. It's so funny. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. The child services are uh, amazing in it. So it's, it's very much a New Zealand film. Totally. Um, 100% yeah, Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so Taika Waititi, by the way, if you don't know that name, you probably know his, his I think, currently probably most famous movie mm-hmm. right now is Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. yeah. which is understood by many to have totally saved the Thor franchise, franchise yeah. uh, totally impacted, mm-hmm. I would say, the rest of the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe easily. hugely. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's uh, it's it's a huge, huge film for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was uh, um, prior to that, Hunt for the Wilder People. And it's just a very, very New Zealand film. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's really fun, even just on that level. Like the first... When you first, when the first, the movie first starts, right? They're driving along in that, uh, is it child, was a child services car or it's a, I think it's a police car. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. A certain type of police, right? Right. right? They, they make guns. A, <laughs> the town that doesn't have guns. Um, but they are driving along and at first it's just very, um, you just, you just don't know where to place yourself. Yet, yeah. Right? Cause you're like, yeah. they are kind of driving through or adjacent to the bush. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, they're, they have this, uh, there's this music playing that's, uh, I think it's a mix of, I think Maori and Latin in, in the lyrics, oh. I'm pretty sure. So it's very like, it's, it's kind of strange chant that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also as you see like little images of the boy in the back seat who's being taken his jacket <laughs> is just the wackiest thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. His jacket that ha- so his jacket has like um, Illuminati, Illuminati like symbol dollar signs. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it says "All Eyes on Me," and he just like looks very um, like a like a bad egg, as they call him later on. Like, he just looks like a <laughs> real bad a bad egg. boy, a bad yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, and so you just really don't know what's going on. I remember the first time I watched it, I, I thought I, I thought I might be watching a horror movie. To yeah. be perfectly honest, I stumbled across this movie. Like I was clicking through Amazon Prime or something, uh. and we were not sponsored by them, by the way. Sorry for dropping that name. Um, Amazon don't see us. Uh, I was, and I, I, I clicked on it to read about it. Yeah. I wanted to read the, I'm the guy that reads the little things and then hopes that it includes a trailer, but streaming services hate providing trailers, apparently. Yes. I'm talking to you, Netflix, also not sponsored by them. Um, and I, I clicked on it, and the movie just started playing, and I was like, oh, well, Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. I, yeah. I'll yeah. watch whatever. Wow. And so I was like, crap, this is a horror movie. I don't like horror movies. I, I know we talked about a quiet place. I consider that a thriller <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm here for, sure. for that. I don't like horror movies because it was like, it was really kind of tense and weird. Yeah. And then all tension was just shattered. I think with the line, um, well, I kind of started to feel like I should maybe laugh. He gets out of the car and, um, and you know, 
he goes back in the car and child protective services is explaining to this new foster mother, mm. his list of crimes and this sort of thing. And it's kind of this like <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous list, montage. But I was still, I was still willing to suspend my disbelief enough that this wasn't comedy to be like, okay, yeah, I guess this is yeah serious stuff in some sense. And then she says, yeah, so just going to um, make sure the <laughs> facilities are adequate for Ricky. Yeah, looks good. It does not up, down, and says it's good. And I was like, what? <laughs> and that's what I realized is comedy. Yeah. Followed by, you know, great lines like, um, well, are you hungry? <laughs> just kidding. Look at you. Of course you are. Because he's a fat little kid. Yeah. Um, and that's that's when I, that's, so I was, I was curious. Yes. But then I was invested. Yeah. Once the comedy broke in. And I think Taika does a really good job of that. Um, but just to kind of bust in really quick to, I mean, we know that the ant dies, right? That's part of the synopsis. General spoiler alert. Same as always, you know, we're going to spoil things, but that's in the, you know, that's not a big spoiler because it's in the, you know, like it'd be yeah, in yeah, the trailer in, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Um, but I think that mother plays such an interesting role because she really doesn't ever mess up does she i mean she kind of knows what she's about and she's she's confident in who she is and she provides for ricky and for heck and then you know for whatever reason we don't actually ever know how she dies yeah i always know that she dies and she dies and it's like it's pretty sad and it happens pretty quick in the movie but you're just like what the crap that was the best yeah. person that exists here and now it's it's all about of course heck and ricky and how they have to become become like become who they are right classic um it's a jp2 quote become who you are it's attributed to him if it isn't a direct quote yeah. um which is which is you know the the premise of the rest of the movie so i just really quick to kind of jump into one theme i think it's so interesting how the mother sets the pace i think for the you know everyone else doing well um, but it's only, and it's only because of her witness that they kind of have something to go by. Like because of yeah. her, uh, Ricky is then able to be opened up to the possibility of accepting family again. And it's only because of her that Heck is able to um, like really love, but it's also, but he wouldn't have done that if she had stayed around, right? He would have just been like yeah. complacent with where he was. And so that's, I just, in, that's interesting. Just well, an interesting. And just to break place. into like, I think, uh, it's interesting because in, in the synopsis, they call her uh, his his foster aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, she says uh, that you can um, refer to Heck as your uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, no, no, you can't, no, you can't. <laughs> at the start. Yeah. But you're right that she is really a maternal figure. She is really mm-hmm. a mother Absolutely. more than she is like an aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so shocking that when it goes from like, you just don't know where to place yourself at the very beginning. Because even like her, her, she's the one who says that line to him of... Uh, of kind of um, uh, once or twice she mentions his weight and you just really don't know mm-hmm. what to like, is yeah. she like being, uh, you know, uh, who is she? Like, and, and is she going to be a, a mean, like, yeah, person? like totally. not a good foster parent, but it turns out she actually is actually being like, she, she's just very realistic and, and really engages with him as who he mm-hmm. is, takes mm-hmm. him for who he is. She doesn't care that he, you know, totally is a little overweight, like, and, and she loves him and he like gets a sense of self like so mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. through that relationship with her. And then she's gone. Yeah. Um, Pretty immediately after yes. he's, he's kind of finding he's out. He's find her keeled over. Right. Yep. And, and yeah. And so you're right though, that, that she is such a huge um, influence on them and, and still has a presence in the story. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, even though she's, you know, died so quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's the interesting theme. I, I love that. So I'd love to jump right into the kind of, so uh, things drawn from the the adventure that 
Heck and Ricky go on. So Heck, Ricky essentially runs away because he she's dead yeah. and it's found out that the state is going to come collect him. Um, and Ricky wants nothing to do with that because he's finally kind of found himself. So mm. Ricky runs away. Heck, I think, goes after follows him. after, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to go after him. And they, the kind of, which kind of seems like the inciting incident almost, but I think the, so I think her death is, is an inciting incident, but I think there's maybe another one or maybe it's kind of a ploy inciting incident because I think Heck breaking his leg is really like yeah. what kicks things into overdrive, right? Because yeah. that's why they start getting hunted for by the police and stuff. Yeah, because then the media takes like right. the, their, the fact that they've been in the bush for several days and yeah. starts running with this narrative right. that he has like taken the boy away and yep. he could be a you know um, a molester or whatever it is, and, right. and so it's, it starts just like they have to be hiding in the in the bush now, um, and because he like, had a a past life right where he had he was incarcerated incarcerated for, for killing a man yeah in a, yeah. In, a, in, a in a brawl yep. um and so yeah so that sets them off uh, uh together into mm-hmm. the woods and this super unlikely pairing that i just love yeah um so because heck is played by uh sam neil right who's um i think so yeah the guy from uh uh he's like the main scientist in Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I feel like that to me, like that's the most iconic role. But he's in plenty of other things as yeah, well. Yeah, he is a long um, resume. And yes, and he does a fantastic job. And mm-hmm. their their relationship, yeah, is very interesting because, like, for him, he's never been a father. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried as a sad thing. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. They couldn't. Mm-hmm. They couldn't conceive. Right, yeah. right. But he's never been a father, and he's hardly been a man. You know, because he's been mm-hmm. incarcerated and. And uh, he, I mean, even when you first see him cresting over this hill with the, the beast, <laughs> he, on his he's back. got yeah, yeah, he's got a, a pig on his back mm-hmm. that he's hunted. And at first, it looks like there's almost like a a pig person walking right. over this <laughs> hill, <laughs> um, but it's actually not. He just has it on his back. But I think to me, that's a that's a that's like a metaphor, you know, for him being feeling more like an animal um, mm. than a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he on this journey with with uh, Ricky. Mm-hmm discovers who he is and discovers yeah. his manhood and his fatherhood as Ricky is um, also coming into his own and identifying heck as a father figure as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really amazing to see. And, and, and uh, I, I, I love that. Absolutely. I think it's interesting how um, just to go right into like the manhood, they kind of are tolerating each other in this first section. And I think what, kind of initiates their relationship a little more in some ways is there they find that he's able to kind of walk finally and yeah or limp at least and they make it to some sort of just kind of you know cabin that anyone can you know crash in or whatever right. if you're in the the bush and and they they're there and then some hunters come in <laughs> and the hunters recognize of course and there's this whole hilarious dialogue um <laughs> ricky kind of saves the um there, there's, you know, they kind of start fighting and then Ricky sh- fires the gun and, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very, very funny. quotable, very <laughs> famous line. Um, and, and that's when like, okay, Ricky's, you know, standing up for him. Heck is standing up for Ricky. Uh, and then they're kind of, they're off again, the, the team. And I think it's really interesting how, so I, I, I think personally the hunters in many ways represent the worst part of the movie. Yeah. And I think it's fitting that there's three of them because it's the evil one, the world and the flesh. Yeah. And, I think it's interesting how when confronted by them, those figures that really don't care anything about the person, right? They just 
they want to kind of be cool or be seen as cool. And you can kind of tell that when they're getting interviewed right. um, by the media later on in a quick clip. And it's when confronted by evil that instead of Heck and Ricky, I think kind of breaking down and, um, you know, like falling, if you will. Yeah. I think they actually rise to the occasion in some sense. Like, no, I'm not going to sit here and let you tell me, you know, what happened. Like, no, right. I, I care about this relationship. And so I think it's, it's interesting how when confronted with that, they actually come into their own. And then it's even more interesting. There's been spoilers this whole time. So we're just gonna have a big old yeah. spoiler yeah, 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 at yeah. the beginning of the show notes. But, um, at the end of the film, then it's, it's those crappy hunters again. They're still there. That make everything randomly. go sideways yeah. and, and really like, and, and cause some hurt between, um, Ricky and heck, which actually I would argue was never resolved in the first place. And I think they had been carrying some of what was revealed in the final scene through the whole movie. Uh, and then it actually was given time to like come to the surface. And then, so it's not as though like the hurt necessarily happened then those though an incident yes. occurred that revealed it. Yeah. Um, but I think they'd been carrying it, but all is to say, I think it's really interesting the role like good and evil plays because in some sense, the child protective services person, um, and she's she's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I love every part she plays. She's just so fun yeah. to watch. I can't remember her name, but um, great fun to watch. She's in Thor Ragnarok. And yeah, she's the, the head like guard for right. Jeff Goldblum. Hands Jeff Gold- Goldblum the melting stick. <laughs> yes, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> give me give me the the melting stick. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I, I think while she is kind of a an antagonist, I wouldn't necessarily call her the evil because I think she she thinks she's doing. Right thing. The hunters, I think they know they're, they're crap, right? Like, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. In some sense, I think they're aware uh, of, of who they are and what part they play. Cause they still seem out for glory, even though there's clearly a ton of cops at the end, right? They're not in this for the right reasons. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to draw on that kind of the, the role that good and evil plays and how yeah. Ricky and heck almost said hecky, I think, or, wreck or something <laughs> kind of mixed but how how they respond when something when that kind of trial comes up yeah um and then how they respond to when good things happen right like the the bird which i want to i want to use as a segue for you because i know you have great thoughts on the bird and how this um thought to be extinct bird uh comes into the fray and they both kind of like i don't know i, I well i'd love yeah. to hear you talk about it more but they both really light up and it's this huge kind of beacon of hope that For sure. follows through the entire movie, I think. Yeah, well, I, th- I think a couple of things that you're saying, I, I, I love that you pointed out the, uh, I, I had never thought of that before you said that, um, that the that the hunters represent like the world, the flesh and the devil, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think once you said that, it had really made me think about how the, um, how in life, isn't it kind of easier to like see the work of the enemy in some ways or see like the bad things yeah. that are going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, I feel like grace is, is sometimes harder to recognize mm. or point out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at any news or any, you know, yeah. forum or anything, people are just being like, Oh, all the, all well, the bad things are happening. Right. And you like, see like they're, they're capitalizing on more carnal impulses yeah. for our intellect, right? Some sort of like, let's, let's dumb down their intellect and just give them like what the, you know, the most carnage is quite yeah. literally. Yeah. And I think, so I think, yeah, I think news is capitalizing on a more base 
lower impulse. Yes. I, so I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, th- I think that that's so interesting though. That, like in the movie, like it's, you don't see, you know, a representation of God exactly, mm-hmm. but you do see a representation of like the work of the devil and, totally. and, and, and of evil and of, um, you know, like you said, the flesh in the world. Um, but I, I think one line in the movie really strikes me is, is um, at the funeral for the for for uh, for Aunt Bella, yeah. um, the this strange pastor um, priest figure is it actually Taika Waititi played by, Taika, um, play, yeah. played by him. Uh, he's giving this bizarre homily that d- doesn't make a lot of sense and it's kind of just funny and weird. But at one point he says, "Sometimes in life it seems like there's no way out." like a sheep trapped in a maze designed by wolves, <laughs> like a sheep trapped in a maze designed by wolves. Mm-hmm. And when you're listening to that, you're just like, Oh, this is super like dark. And like, shouldn't like a, you know, uh, a sermon on a funeral be hopeful and like lift mm-hmm. their spirits or help them out in like their, yeah. in their, um, when they're grieving. Yeah. But in reality, I think it is like, he's tapping into a feeling like a deep feeling of grief Mm-hmm. That we can all have, I think, where mm-hmm. it, it's it's easy, I think, sometimes in in life to feel like there's no way out, mm-hmm. and like maybe the world is like maybe we are just sheep trapped in a maze yep. designed by wolves. Like if God does not have a a plan for the for the world uh, and for my life, then then like maybe it is just this diabolical mm-hmm. you know maze. And 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 what's the point of of life? I think so many people can connect with that feeling. Absolutely. I think everyone can. But I think what you get to see over the course of the movie is while on the one hand you can feel like that and on the one hand you can, you can um, be assailed by these forces like Mm -hmm. the hunters or the Mm -hmm. child protective services or these, you know, random, you know, struggles like the breaking his leg that sends a whole, Mm -hmm. um, the the show into that whole direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Love is real and tangible and, and there's things that happen between heck and Ricky that like you see them really break through walls and come to Mm -hmm. love each other and stand up for each other and be there for each other and communicate and encounter each other. And, and so you bring up what you were mentioning the the bird. So there's this, this bird uh, that's thought to be extinct and they come across it Mm -hmm. in the, in the, in the bush. And um, they just are like, you know, struck by it and they're, they're just amazed by it. And then it it flies away, I think. Um, But they, they, you know, it's, it's thought to be extinct, but they found one. And then at the very end of the movie, that's like what is uh, guiding them, right? Is like mm-hmm. they their plan is we're going to go find that bird again. And like we're going to get famous or whatever. You know, we're going to take a picture of it and like prove to people that it still exists. But to me, that, that, that bird represents like love and meaning. Mm. And those can seem like ex- non-existent or extinct. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be thought to be extinct. But in reality, like they're out there and, um, and they found it. They, they found love and connection Absolutely. and meaning and it's there to be found and, and to be shown to other people. Yeah. And so uh, to me, like that's just mind blowingly like, 100%. meaningful. I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think two things, one, the, I think it's also really interesting how that quote in the sermon is a direct foreshadowing of the conclusion or the, you know, the climax, if you will, of the movie where they're trapped in the it's like a junkyard or something. Yeah. Um, it's like, it seemed like a maze with no way out. Oh yeah. They, you know, they've been yeah. running this whole time and, um, it seems like everything's against them. So just on a plot point, he, d- he uses that very well for multiple reasons, which mm. is another great thing. I think Taika does a great job of using 
using everything. Yeah. Um, especially in this movie. Um, I think on the, yeah, on the love thing as well and the bird, I think it's, it's interesting because I think because it's so, you know, in the middle of nowhere that they find this bird, there is the sense of like going out and finding it. But I also think it then begs the opposite that it was kind of there all along and they just needed to get out of the way to kind of let it happen. Because I think naturally, um, I think we want to reconcile relationships. I think we want to be honest with each other. I think we want people to be honest with us. I, I think, um, and then of course, clearly we want love and meaning in life. We want to love and to be loved. That's why we're, yeah. we were created. Um, and I think while yes, we do have to kind of find that in a sense. Um, I also think that it's there, right? Yeah. Like it's, you know, the, the new, the good news is good. Right. And it gets better because we do have to find it, you know, especially if this is like a, you know, if, if you're going to a family's uh, gathering and maybe you've got fallen away relatives or something, or, um, you know, just even, even people that are devout, they're just annoying or something, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, in that, in that situation, you do have to find the love because it's there and it is, you know, th- there's grace in that moment and the Lord desires charity in those interactions with maybe more difficult um, relationships in your life. But more immediately, like right now in this moment, as we're sitting here talking and as you are listening, um, you are, you are intimately loved and received as a son or daughter of God and therefore have great meaning and purpose Mm -hmm. in life. And that is immediately effective, right? Like through the grace of your baptism. uh, And if you're listening and you're confirmed, you know, the, the full outpouring of those gifts, um, that's here right now. And that's, I think the beauty of the, and I think that's hinted at as well before, while while they kind of have this reconciling at the halfway house that, um, heck is at at the end of the film. Um, is that the appropriate, is that a halfway house? Like exiting, exiting prison, kind of coming back into the world. Yeah. Yeah. I might have misused that word. (laughs) I don't have a college degree. Um, (laughs) I've got a high school diploma. (laughs) I went to public school. It was a great public school. Shout out to my public school. At any rate, without getting too much further into my education history, I went to kindergarten. Um, I think that in that reconciling, there is this, they, they kind of, in so many words or, you know, in their nonverbals communicate to each other, like, yeah, uh, we have this thing now. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the, I think the more metaphorical sense is when they go for the bird, uh, it's also like, and we're going to go share the love, um, that w- the love and meaning we have found, uh, with, with the world. And that's yeah. of course, you know, what, what you were talking about as well. But I think, yeah, love and meaning, uh, is it's there. Yeah. It's there. Right. Absolutely. And, takes takes the whole movie for them to kind of figure it out but that's you know yeah it is there but i i do relate though i think to the idea that like you do have to go you do have to kind of go out to discover it though right wouldn't you say like you have to go outside of yourself yeah at yeah. minimum yeah right? like i think like i think no i think <laughs> dang it i think that it many times we are unable to see it right there yeah because we're you know broken and you know Mm. we need healing in our lives and therefore we have to we do have to go out and find it but i think the often the funny thing in the spiritual life is looking back and being like it was there yeah it was always there so that's so i I suppose that's what i i mean to say when i say that because i think the beauty of mission uh in like doing something like a year with net or you know our focus or damascus or whatever spo um 
Sorry for all the other ministries <laughs> I did all, not name drop. I was like, yeah, there's no way I could be totally inclusive in this moment. Um, but the beauty is that you're, you're shoved outside of your normal circumstance intentionally yeah. and willingly. And the Lord uh, sees this gift of self you're making and is like, oh, bet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm totally going to work some stuff now. And and it's just by being in different yeah. different situation, you start remembering things you maybe didn't remember. And, and so it's easier uh, to see the Lord's blessing in your life. But also stuff comes up, right? Yeah. Stuff that you maybe didn't want to deal with that you're trying to suppress that the Lord wants to heal. That comes up as well um, because it's blocking your relationship with him yeah. more often than not. Totally. But yes, so I, I 100% agree. I think you do have to go out. Yeah, like, yeah, push yourself out there. And and, yeah. and, and, and not, hmm. I think an interesting thing too is like they wanted to go back and find the bird. Mm-hmm. But I think they were also very confident that like the journey was going to mm-hmm. be worthwhile you yeah know what I'm saying? Like, the bird is almost <laughs> is almost to it an in a sense an excuse yeah, just to go yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah. like, a, or like a, a goal that you're oriented toward but like the thing is you know i can imagine that they might never have found the bird again oh yeah it, and they'd maybe, be perfectly maybe, content and maybe it's for the best yeah like maybe they weren't supposed to find the bird again but they are supposed to be together and and going together um to yeah loving each other and engaging with each other and walking mm-hmm. alongside each other i think there's so much um yeah, it's a beautiful close to the film to see them uh, go out. And, and there's this other family that they're connected to uh, through the Ricky story got as well. Adopted by? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I just, I That's love. an alarm. I'm so sorry. Oh, no it's worries. It's three o'clock. <laughs> oh, no worries. Oh, moment. Moment. moment of, yeah. Moment Jesus, thank you so much for your sacrifice. Uh, Lord, I ask that you bless the rest of this podcast. Thank you for interrupting us uh, to remind us of your sacrifice. Um, yeah, we're recording on a Friday even. Wow, there you go. So Jesus, thank you so much um, for dying for us. Lord, help us to live in the light of your um, sacrifice and in the light of your resurrection as well, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Yeah. So, no, I think it's such a beautiful close to the film is how they, how they, uh, they go out together to seek it. And, and I think that that's the thing that I I would, I would encourage too, Mm -hmm. is is that um, like put yourself out there and and find those people too who will walk with you, yeah. And amen. and run after um, truth and beauty and yeah. goodness, uh, and run after the things that seem extinct in this mm. world, right? Mm-hmm. Like the good things that, that like seem extinct. Yeah. Um, I think there's 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 I think that that's the definition of an evangelist is someone who tells the good news that like, no, there's like more to life. That life is, life is worth living. Yeah. There's, there's, there's more, you're made for more. Mm-hmm. Um, there is such a thing as truth and beauty and goodness. There's such a thing as like two people connecting with each other and walls coming down and healing happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I just, I, I think the film is amazing in that way. Like it's, it's strangely evangelistic and yeah. And, yeah. and the best part is it doesn't shove that down your throat. No, it, it's just showing you, yeah. right. It, it uses cinema to, I think a way that a lot of filmmakers just don't. Yeah. I mean, I think it's Alfred Hitchcock that said um, like, or at least his dream was for a movie with no, words or, or something mm. to that effect and you could just see everything and understand the plot and i think that is such an underused in many cases anyway there's a lot of people that do this well but i think a lot of people do it yeah. poorly as well um have you seen the tree of life <laughs> you would no. like that okay you would like that film that's tree like of life. very little words it's a lot of just images like and 
and uh, like blowing curtains and oh know, my gosh, <laughs> sunlight scintillating my through indie, the trees. My indie side, it's <laughs> like yes, give it to me. You need, yeah, you need to watch Tree of Life. For sure. Okay, I, wow. But, no, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're sure. right. You're right. Absolutely, it does. Because clearly, the the filmmakers are not you know in any way trying to like preach the gospel no. in like a Christian way. <laughs> no. But like, I think that they yeah. One of the things that we love the most, we talked about this, I think, with our um, a quiet place. Uh, review is that like when you um really have a story that engages with the way things are and Mm -hmm. the way people actually are and the way that the human heart is made um i think that you can get so much like such a level of truth and goodness and beauty uh that really is important because um you know i think saint jose maria escriva talks about how like you know grace builds on nature and so i think so much of our problem problems problems in the world today and in our faith is actually like we've gotten so far away from um like a basic nature connection to like those Mm. sorts of things like the fact that we can have you know that we can connect with people and the, and 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 get out into the world and yeah. and and like uh, that that father mother like child like the, like the love that that can be there mm-hmm. is so good and and the ba- and like be rooted in this like Amen. rootedness things because um, faith has to build on that like mm-hmm. has to build on on good nature on good earth and so I, I just get so excited when there's a story like this that just feels so like like it's giving you. Um, it's throwing some dirt in your in your face. It's just giving mm-hmm. you like that 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 um, connection with uh, with just with with the way things are and the way that, that God made made us. And and uh, it's not putting up a smoke screen no. or giving like a, a false a false thing that doesn't ring true with the way God actually made the world. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I just got no. That was great, man. That's why we're here, man. Yeah, that's why yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no. I mean, and that's that's the. I think that's you know. I, further testament to this movie is that I think we should be taking in media that is really just like getting us excited about the Lord and the work he is about and the work he's doing. And I think we deserve media like that. I mean, well, okay, we deserve hell. Right. Um, so let me, let me, let me use better words, but I think we, if we are truly living a Christian life, then we need to be taking, we need to be very conscientious of what we're letting our eyes take in, what we're letting our ears take in, what we're, um, that's true. We have a responsibility. What we're eating too. Come on. Yeah. Uh, But we have a responsibility to do that and then to promote the good Mm, ones because exactly. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like a lot of people don't care what they take in kind of thing. And you don't have to be like, Hey, um, have you heard about this movie? That's not explicitly Christian, (laughs) but it's really Christian. Like no, just by nature of you enjoying it and talking about it, like other people will enjoy it and talk about it, even if they don't share the same beliefs as you. Um, so it's, it's a great evangelistic tool to find the true good and beautiful, I think. And that's, you know, Hey, I mean, that's why we're, that's why we're here. Hopefully hopefully the things we recommend are you, I I had this thought, this is total tangent. It was really quick. (laughs) I had this thought the other day. I was like, man, I wonder if we should review like Godzilla versus King Kong or something <laughs> for the pure banter of it. And I was like, I don't really think that fits with the form of what we're going for. Hey, Cause the review is just going to be like, actually, we're just going to play the sounds of Godzilla and King Kong Aww. fighting. Um, and yeah, that's going to be the whole episode. Thanks guys. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just dumb. No, I it's mean, dumb. honestly though, I mean, there's, you, you can be surprised. Sometimes there'll be films that really will. It's true. Like, Random. Yeah, the yeah, randomest yeah, things sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But with that, said i'd say like hey engage in this conversation with, with us like let let us know if, Please, you, if there's know. movies or books or music that you think do just uh connect us with with uh, truth goodness and beauty um 
please, we'd love to hear what you want uh, us to check out uh, and what you want to hear us talk about. So give us suggestions. We're Uh, also open, I will say. So while that is like our form and we receive and appreciate that, if there is a movie you are like, okay, that isn't awful, albeit I'm going to have to qualify this a lot. (laughs) But if there is a movie that you're like, I think there's something here even, but I'm not sure what it is. We're open to that as well. Yeah. We, we would love to like, you know, kind of muddle through it. Or even if it's like, I think this movie sucks, but people have told yeah. me that it's, yeah. you know, good and you can draw meaning from it or something. Totally. Also open to that. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's, there's so many ways we can go with, uh, with the podcast too, in terms of like, we could flexible. Yes. We could do a, like a, a little like quick review and, and mm. say like, yeah, this is, a, this one's good. Mm-hmm. This one's not good. If you're an <laughs> alum listening, the, F and net is silent. Yeah. The F and net flexible flexibility. There you go. <laughs> All the alum groan. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, please. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you and, mm-hmm. and all in all, we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Uh, though they die is sponsored by net ministries to get in touch with Andy or Lee email us at though they die at netusa.org. And to get involved as a net missionary, you can go to netusa.org slash apply and apply today. Thanks for listening. Take care, y'all. Peace.